Bariatric surgery changes the gut bacteria. We know this based on studies. Your gut bacteria population does change after the surgery, and it is partly responsible as to why your taste changes have happened after the surgery. Today, I'm going to go through ways to support your gut microbiome to ensure you have a healthy gut and a diverse gut after the surgery and beyond. Let's get into it. Welcome to Reverse the Post-Op Regain podcast. I'm your host, Soraya Nikwan, a weight loss surgery dietitian, and I am excited that you're here today. This podcast is for anyone struggling with nutrition and weight years after bariatric surgery. You might be feeling confused, overwhelmed, and not quite sure what your body needs after that first year post-op. This is where I can help you. Join me every week where you'll leave supported and motivated to take the next step in your nutrition journey. Thank you for being here with me today. Now let's get started. The gut is so important. It sustains us. It has a healthy population of bacteria, but sometimes that bacteria is imbalanced. Now, what we mean by this is that there may be more of the quote-unquote bad bacteria that lead to more metabolic problems as opposed to the quote-unquote good bacteria that keep us away from those metabolic problems. Now, this depends on each person's individual microbiome that you received at birth. Now, there's lots of research into this, but I'm not going to go through each of the different aspects. I'm going give you practical strategies that you can right now support your gut microbiome. Now we want to make sure that we have a diverse range of gut bacteria. If you only have one population that is more significantly prominent than the other that and it is a bad bacteria let's say that is going to lead you down the path of metabolic problems. To make sure you get a diverse range of bacteria in your gut, what you really need to do is to aim for 30 different plant-based foods per week, not per day, per week. This can be challenging after bariatric surgery, particularly if you're living by yourself and you need to cook by yourself, but I've got some strategies to help you reach this. Now, first off would be to start tracking on your phone how many plant-based foods you're having. Now, this goes down to herbs and spices, and it goes down to all the different types of vegetables, legumes, the different seeds that are in your whole grains, because they count as plants. Ultimately, if it is a plant food, it goes into the large bowel and feeds those gut bacteria to either make them healthy or to decrease the unhealthy bacterias. You can't really get rid of the unhealthy bacterias from my understanding. However, you can decrease the likelihood that they're going to be releasing metabolites that will affect your overall health. Now, for example, you had some porridge this morning with some blueberries, hemp seeds, and some protein powder mixed in. The plant-based products in there are your oats, your hemp seeds, and your blueberries. If you switch the blueberries out for mixed berries, you would reach three or maybe four more plant points And if you kept just the blueberries alone. What we wanna do here is introduce more plant foods that are more diverse in their nutrient profile to feed the gut bacteria a wide range of nutrients. So if you are having chickpeas, let's say at lunchtime, could you switch over to four bean mix? This would take your one plant point up to four plant points. Now, over the week, this will all add up and it needs to be 30 different plant foods. To reach this, you can add lots of herbs and spices. Now, if you use the Italian herb mix, there might be three to four different plants in those um, spice mixes. So you could add that to your chicken and roast that in the oven and then make a diverse salad or even buy the salad mix from the supermarket that may have beetroot, carrot, cabbage, lettuce, spinach, kale in it already. 
Don't neglect the seeds and the nuts that you eat. You could sprinkle some seeds on top of your salad and that'll add another point. You might use a dressing that contains some type of plant. For example, you might make a dressing based on parsley or there might be parsley in it or there might be some type of plant that's inside that dressing, even if it's another herb or spice, because that'll boost up those plant points over the week. Now, I would encourage you to try aim for those 30 different plant-based foods. And once you get the hang of it, it's quite easy to add them in and easy to think about. You should notice that you feel healthier and you might feel like there are some changes, but you can't always prove this. So it's more about making sure you're doing your best and let the results or the research hope that it actually enacts in real life. To also support your gut microbiome, you want to make sure that you're eating enough fiber. So as well as aiming for 30 different plant-based foods, you want to make sure that you're getting at least 25 grams of fiber per day. Now, this may include adding in different types of fiber-rich sources, so switching from cruskets to VitaWeets or to Rivitas, or adding in a piece of fruit at morning tea or afternoon tea, adding in a handful of nuts, making sure you're getting vegetables at lunch and dinner, slowly increasing the fiber content, which you can find on apps like Easy Diet Diary to actually track your fiber. A healthy microbiome comes from a healthy gut bacteria, but also effective bowel motions. So aiming for that 25 grams of fiber per day, as long as there's no contraindications for that, like specific bowel diseases, and making sure you're drinking enough fluids aiming for two to three liters of fluid per day to allow that fiber to move through the bowel will help support that gut microbiome and make you overall more healthy. It is important to note that fiber can be difficult to eat after the surgery and liquids can be difficult to drink. So do your best, try to be better each and every day. And if you are early post-op, you might not be able to reach this, but this is something to keep in mind as a healthy habit for the long term. Reducing stress also supports the gut microbiome. So that is one non-food related aspect to improve the gut microbiome. But overall, it is Gut Health Month in February. So I just added this episode in as a quick snapshot as to how to improve your gut microbiome after the surgery. There's lots of little things we can do for our health and nutrition that aren't just focused on weight. I implore you to explore these suggestions and let me know how you go. I am taking spots on for my one-to-one coaching packages where we can dive deep into your nutrition and you can get the support and accountability you need to reach your goals. If you're interested, direct message me over on Instagram at The Bariatric Collective and I look forward to chatting with you soon. Apart from that, everyone else, I look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you for joining me on Reverse the Post-Op Regain podcast. If you would like to learn more about what I do, head to at the Bariatric Collective on Instagram or Facebook or visit us online at www.thebariatriccollective.com.au. I reach out if you need support reversing weight regain or anything related to bariatric surgery. I'd love to hear from you. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, I'd love for you to take a moment to review the show if you found it helpful or share it with a few friends. I look forward to chatting with you next time.